Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. These marriages are not perfect, but all in all, they seem to work. Marriage is an institution for grown-ups. It's like a love-hate relationship. There are no bosses in a modern marriage. He knows he's lucky to have a wife. Hello, everybody. It's Simon here. It's Laura over there. Hello, Laura. Hello. It's episode 106 of Husband and Wife Sentenced to Life once again, after coming in, what, about a month ago and saying, we're back, we're going to make these more regular. We did then have just been too busy. Yeah, I think they will be now. Fingers crossed, because I want them to be. Uh, so, episode 106, I've not brought me phone in. Oh, I have brought me phone in. I don't know where I've put it. Have you left it in the toilet? I have left it in the toilet. Do you want me to go and get it? Do you want to go and get it till I go and get it? I know you don't like it in there. I'm close. Be, be careful, because it's behind the door on the um, thing. Our podcast studio's got an ensuite, don't you know? What about that? How many podcasters do you know who've got their own uh, ensuite? That's because we do the podcast. In the maid room of our house, we don't have a maid because we're too working class. We could never bring ourselves to do it. Oh, she fetched it for me. I mean, I want to start with this, actually. Uh, you might not be able to tell from me. Um, Phoebe Buffet, uh, what are you doing? <laughs> I thought, no, You're acting weird. No, because my hands are really dry. So I thought about there might have been some hand cream in there at the same time. Oh, some lotion. <laughs> um, right, so just quick mic adjustment here for me. That's it, a bit higher up. So I'm poorly. Mm-hmm. It just came on a couple of days ago. Obviously, first thought, COVID. It, you know, because yeah. I've got, right, so I've got a crispy sore throat. You know when it's crispy to swallow? Yeah. And then, literally, the day I got it, I don't know if you saw this, the day I got it, Sky News thing comes up. First sign of COVID these days. The current COVID. Current COVID, yeah. sore throat. And I, instantly, I'm thinking, right, 
Honey's been doing work experience at Studio Republic. Yeah. She's like a gym, sort of, what would you call it? It's a gym and theatre I don't know what it is. But anyway, she's been looking like after kids. They have classes. Yeah, they've got summer camps. She's yeah. been helping with summer camps as a work experience. She's been surrounded by little kids, right? Betsy Pearl's had a couple of sleepovers. Yeah. And then Betsy Pearl said she had a bit of a sore throat. Yeah. So obviously, first thought, COVID. I'm like, do I go and get tested? I, I'm i always thinking that COVID is a nice little back pocket two weeks off work when I'm <laughs> exhausted. You know, summer now, I could do a little it's break. It's funny because I saw somebody comment on Twitter saying... Because this, you know, this woman's like, I've had, I've had a, you know, a sore throat and a blocked up nose, and I've done five of them. What's the rapid other test? Yeah, rapid flow. Yeah, and they're all negative. Yeah, they don't work. Yeah, they don't work. <laughs> but but then like people are saying, well, maybe you've just got a cold. Yeah. You know, like, shut up talking about it. I mean, I know I've just talked about it, but obviously, first th- and this is the trouble now, though. Like the symptoms are seem to be more like cold flu-y symptoms. So it's, it is hard to tell. And then it is that thing of, oh, you know. You know, my point about this is, like you've just done then and got up and got me phone. Um, I'm trying not to over-milk it, but I have felt poorly. Like I came home from work day before yesterday, just laid down on the sofa. We had a quiz to do in the evening, so I just laid down on the sofa and like I fell asleep, which I don't normally do. Yeah. So it's a sign, isn't it? You know, like when you spot that our dog's poorly. I think you're like that with me. <laughs> oh, he's laying down a bit more than he normally lays down. Yeah, and you've been a bit snappy, haven't you? Oh, it has affected me like that. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm on the edge. I feel, and I said to the other day, didn't I? I said it last night. I think, I think I'm just going to go up to bed about four o'clock. I think I'm just going to go up to bed yeah. because I, I know I'm not fun to be around. But I want to say a little round of applause for you because you've gone into best wife mode <laughs> now. When men are looking for partners and when women are looking for partners, I think I think you think about the obvious things. Boobs, personality, that order. <laughs> no, <I'm only> <laughs> but you know what I mean? Sexiness, you know, funniness, amount of money they've got in bank. I think one of the number one things that people overlook is how much you get looked after when you're poorly because you can't put a price on it. When you do something nice for me when I'm poorly, I just want to burst out crying. <laughs> like some of the key things you do. Bringing a pillar downstairs, bringing a pillar and a duvet downstairs. Yeah. Oh, it feels so nice. That's a classic it? sign of illness. The other night, you could tell I was poorly because me, me, um, what do you call it? Me eating my diet was off. Yeah. And there was going to be a big dinner, and I just went, I just want beans on toast. <laughs> and you made beans on toast, and it were like the greatest meal. But sometimes beans on toast can taste like that. Can't I want it, it now. <laughs> I've said it, beans on toast is so good. And then. You made me a cup of tea in bed this morning. So nice. This is the first time I've been able to stay in bed for ages and just have a bit of time with. So that's nice, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> so, <clears throat> yeah. So I'm going to cry. <laughs> Stop Aww. crying now. I love being looked after when I'm bored. It's the best thing. It is the best. It's, it should be that one of the number one things. I think me and you haven't seen each other either. Well, we, So it, nice. Th- th- again, we have seen each other, but... We haven't. It's just all work. Yeah, yeah. It's all business. We're doing with so much business on at the minute. We've got. We, I've actually we've cancelled this Sunday's quiz, which is tomorrow. What? That's what I wanted to say. That it's half past nine on a Saturday morning. It's the sixteenth of July. That's where we're at. Yeah. And uh, yeah, so we, this is the first weekend. Oh, it's it's the wedding day of Fiona Leo's old Leo's old teacher. Who was yeah. at our quiz? Yeah. 
They came to the quiz a week. Fiona and Jamie are getting married it. today, so yeah, and um, they had a great day. night, didn't they? Yeah. This was our um, our oldest kids, their teachers. We won't mention the school, but it was like last day of school, so they'd gone straight from work to the pub. Yeah. And straight from the pub to our quiz. Normally, quite a sedate team. <laughs> there were three tables room. It was like dealing with a pack of wolves. Yeah, but you know what, right? Scouse wolves. And I and I've been there. I've been a teacher, and teachers do get this that that stick of being, you know, like oh, once they're out of school, they're on one. But it is such a stressful job, and people don't seem to get that. They think it's such an easy job, and believe me, yeah. it is one of the most stressful jobs that you'll ever come across. And then, like, you're poorly paid on top of it. So yeah, and I think fair play when, when you, they do come to the quiz, they yeah. normally have a cut off. Yeah. They're all very sensible. I'm not going to mention Lorcan Lynch. <laughs> <laughs> he's just a joke. He's I like him. I like he's a good guy. What what was great at the uh, that quiz night that they came. You've got to cut that bit out. <laughs> I'm not cutting it out. No, I just said it was a fun, I'm not saying why. But um the fun thing is, um normally we we chat to him quite a bit and we, I think I'd like to say we're friends with them now. Yeah. You know, I never see them outside of the quiz, which is about as much as I'm friends with my friends as well. But uh, they got a bit more loose-lipped, didn't they? <laughs> it was so much fun. And they were coming up and having that conversation. Stop pulling that face. I'm not saying anything. I know, but... If it's you- a podcast. I'm, look, look, you can you can stop being worried. I'm not going to say any other things. Yeah, but if you're in the know and you're listening, then... Well, if you're in the know and you're listening, you know. I'm not saying anything. But all I'm saying is... The normally sort of, you know, the the barriers were down. The drink barriers were down. And I loved it. I'll stop talking about it. God, you're making this so boring. I'm not going to say any of the things. No, I know. I know. But they led us into the circle of trust and I'm the vault. So I won't say, you know. Yeah, I know you're the vault. Yeah, my Instagram is a bit different. My Instagram's a bit different. Anyway, uh, it was great to see them all cutting loose. And I missed them this week. Yeah, because and they are a regular fixture at the quiz, and we also had our one of our teams. It was their last ever time because you know they've been a regular, which is quite sad. I thought you know like yeah, Gone Rogue, which is named after an old punk band. Who's and when I say old, I mean they're a current punk band because they still play, but they're all old men. Yeah, you know they're uh, they're uh, men of a certain age, like fine wine. They've got a vintage to them, and they still play, and they're playing rock and roll and punk. And they're still going, but the family, they they're moving to Bahrain. Yeah. So there you are. No, it's always, Sa- sad. It's always a sad time at Dubai summer, isn't it? Because people, yeah, you know, the word transient gets thrown around, but people do leave. And in my job on the radio, I, I I always say this: it's a really sad time because I get messages from people. Oh, we've listened to you for ten years. We've listened to you for fifteen years, and well, one we're of moving back. My longest friends, Sarah and Grant. They're, They're going this summer? Yeah. What's the latest on that? Or is that something else we can't talk about? <laughs> no, 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 no. They're leaving in a couple of weeks' time. Yeah? Are we getting any freebies off them? Furniture? <laughs> cars? I always think when people are leaving, oh, give me a car. Well, I did wonder what they're doing with their uh, booze cabinet. Not that that affects you. I don't want that. No, well. I do not want that. <laughs> I don't even want to bring that up. Like, it is so annoying. You know, like, how I don't like buying cigarettes for people. Yeah. Because I'm so against smoking. Yeah. But every time we go home, your dad says bring some tobacco. Yeah. And we have to. Yeah. And I'm really against it. Yeah. I said, we do it, like, and, but with the booze, especially out here, because it's so expensive. 
Yeah, it is. And the other day you were like, oh, yeah, can we just pop to the booze shop and get some booze? And my first thought was, we have got a sideboard in the kitchen that's six feet long and three feet wide, absolutely packed full of bottles. And I'm like, what about all of that? Well, that's not that's not what I drink. And I'm like, well, why have we got it in no, there? No, no, I said it's not casual, casual <laughs> drink. It's hardcore. Yeah, it's hard. It's like the, the bits of whiskey left and yeah. things like that. So obviously uh, our son, Leo, is home from university. We're going to talk about extensively in a second. And um, he keeps saying, I'm off the drink for a while now. I've calmed it down. While simultaneously sucking us dry. Yeah. So the other day you made me go and... You got, he started drinking cider. And that, which is good because he drinks rum like it's coming out of the water tank. Yeah. You know, so that's run out now. And what he started doing is, it's like he can't survive without it. So the rum finished and he's like, what's Guinness like? So there's some Guinness. <laughs> now, I, when I, how long is it since I gave up drinking now? About three years. Oh, that years. Guinness is well out of date. Well out of date. Yeah. He drunk it all. Suddenly he's got a taste for Guinness. Then he ran out of that. Oh, what's cider like? Then he drank all the cider, which is, I don't even know how old that is, because I never drank <laughs> I, I never drank it when I no. did drink. And then that went, and then he's like, hmm, lager. Now, he's he's always said he cannot drink lager, but suddenly, because it's the only thing left in the house, he's drinking it. I know, that was a bit annoying, because I like the beer. Yeah. So anyway, you bought him a crate, well, I went to the shops and got him a crate of cider the other day. I worked out that it's about three times the price of the UK. Yeah, which is... I'm a dad. I don't like spending money. I don't drink, so I don't like spending money on booze, you know. And as everybody in the UK will tell you, at the minute, it's very expensive in the UK. Yeah. So, you got this crate of cider. That night, it was, you don't want to say anything. You you know, as a dad, you don't want to sit there and go, oh, calm it down, will you? Well, I said to him, I said, right. You know, you've got to ration it a bit now. Yeah. You know, and then... Um, You're here for the, till the end of the summer. I don't want to be going to shop again. Yeah. Right? So that night we I watched said, a film. One or two a day, you know. You know when you see competitive eaters eating hot dogs? Yeah. You know when they've got to eat 40 hot dogs in a minute? Yeah. So they just... They don't even chew. They just push them straight down the throat. He was drinking cans of cider like that. We're watching a film in the living room. It's not like it was a frat party. <laughs> he is literally... I would see him put a full glass down. I'd look back at the telly. Then I'd look back at him and the glass would be empty. I know. I know. At one point I, I said to him, have you not just opened a can? Yeah. Like the glass, and the glass was, was just empty. He went, yeah. I was like, oh, yeah. So, anyway. Well, uh, we've been there. Can, 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 can. Next morning, dead. <laughs> you know. And he's got, it's like it's a mystery illness to him. Students or people of student age can't put two and two together. Gets up in the morning. What, what did I eat last night? Cider. That's what you ate. <laughs> you were on a liquid diet. Anyway. Uh, so easier, yeah. Um, now, yesterday, we had yeah. to do the Hatter visa run. Visa run. Um, How long is it's it? It's been a while. I don't think I've done a visa run since about 2005, genuinely. Um, so, for people not in the know, if you're here on a visitor visa, you get 30 days. Yeah. Which you can extend to 60 days, but it costs a thousand dirhams. Yes. Right? However, there's a lot of people come over here on a visit visa looking for work and they extend until they get a proper visa, a work visa. Yeah, and, and a lot of people like have their um, parents over and their parents stay, they want them to stay. A bit stay. longer. So what you have to do is you have to drive them to the border, Yeah. which takes you to Oman, right? Yes. 
only country in the world beginning with the letter O. And I think that's a fact. I've just <laughs> said it off the top of my head, but I think it's a fact. Really? You have a bit of time trying to think for another. Anyway, then you have to... It's a really weird thing because you drive into the mountains and you have to exit Dubai. Yeah. So you have to get a stamp saying you've left Dubai and you pay a bit of money, 20 quid, whatever. Then you go through no man's land. Then you pull up to Oman and you've got to give them a load of paperwork and fill in a thing. And they ask you where you're going to be staying in Oman and then you're scared stiff and you go, I'm just going to do a U-turn and come back. It's a visa. They know. They know. Of course right? they do. So then you have to leave yeah. and do a U-turn. Yeah. And the building you've just been in, you have to drive around. There's a fence in the middle of it. You have to drive around to the other side of the fence, do a U-turn and then say, we're back. <laughs> <laughs> then you have to get a stamp saying you've left Oman. Yeah. Then you have to go to this tiny little building which is the entry port for Dubai, for the U United Arab Emirates, right? Yeah. Well, it's funny because it's as big as, it's like as big as a classroom. Yeah. There's a couple of lads sitting at desks there. And I kind of think to myself, oh my God, in Dubai airport, you're seeing everybody like celebrities, hundreds of thousands of people every day. It's nonstop. It's on the go. At the Oman border, they're just sat there twiddling their thumbs, chatting away, you know. But the best thing... There's a duty free, <laughs> and it's like the size well, of a that's new. size of a news agent, you know. And I just said to Leo, "Shall we get stuff for your mum and girls like that?" It's <laughs> so funny. So I got the uh, obvious Kinder Buenos, some toffee fee, <laughs> some weird chocolates. But yeah, so I had uh, I had a four hour round trip yesterday, feeling poorly, and uh, we just talked the whole way there and back. Nice. Which is really nice because I've not had... Much, I keep saying to you, don't I? He's been here now two months. Yeah. I've not seen him. We've had a couple of chats, but I've not seen him because I've been working and we've been busy. Yeah, yeah. And I'm quite envious that you're here in the morning, not that he sees much of a morning because he's lazy. <laughs> <laughs> so we had four hours and I thought I'd let him lead the conversation. Right. So. Go on. He started talking about girls. You know, yeah. and um, then he started fr quickly from girls. He moved on to having a type. Okay. You know, so I'm chipping in with my thoughts on this. But you got a type. Yeah. Annoying. Oh, you. <laughs> yeah, that's why me and you are staying together. I don't think I've got a type. I said to him when I was younger, I thought I had a type. When I was young, young. When I was younger than he is now, I thought I had a type. And, uh, you know. It's Eskimos. I don't think you can call them that anymore. <laughs> no. Yeah, I, I mean, I don't think I've got a type. I know what I don't like. See, through our relationship, especially in the early days of our relationship, you said things you liked in men, and I was really none of those things. Don't pull that bloody face. I don't think I have. Yeah, you have. I haven't. Yeah. Oh, no. I, I, no, I like tattoos. I said I like tattoos. Men covered in tattoos. I do like that. You look. like long curly hair, you said. Yes, you did. No, I do you not. And you said I've that never, several times. No, I like... Oh, I love curly hair. I like curly hair. And you've got curly hair. No, I don't like long hair. I do not like long hair. I anyway. don't. But anyway, so we got on to talking about dating apps. Yeah. Which is just a thing now. And this is one of the few things in life that makes me feel old. I like to keep me... Uh, my knees is another. But I like to keep my finger on the pulse of computer games and television and cinema and music. Yeah. Some music rubbish now we swore then <laughs> but dating apps like if we broke up 
Yeah. You know, don't, what are you smiling for? <laughs> no, <laughs> if we broke up, can you ever see yourself using a dating app? I don't know, right? I would say initially no. It seems like a really weird way of doing it. And I have had this discussion with a friend of mine because her daughter does exactly the same thing. And it's like... It's the norm. But, but you know, like, what's wrong with going to the pub and, like, you know, catching eyes with a guy? Or, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, yeah, and it's yeah. like the natural thing. But the, but the thing is, they're swiping and it's people they know. It's people they already know. Really? Yeah, yeah. So it, they're making arrangements with people that they're on courses with or that, really? that they see in the clubs and bars. And it's like, why are you doing it via an app? Why are you not just going up to them in the club and going, hey, I quite like you? It's weird. But I do know of somebody who's in our age bracket who has met some... They really? Met, and they're now married. Really? Yeah. Look, I, I know it's the modern way. For me, I I like to compare it to look. It's the, it's a way that they've made something convenient in the same way that they've made Deliveroo. So you know, like the old way of doing it, you go to the supermarket, you have a look around for your food, you come home and cook it. It takes forever. Yeah. What Deliveroo does is you go onto an app, yeah. and the food's in your mouth within twenty yeah. minutes. So with dating apps, it cuts out. The accidentally seeing somebody, trying to get talking to them, getting talking to but them. But part of that is the fact, I mean, I almost see it, it makes more sense for our age because we don't go go out as much. Oh, yeah. And often people our age have got children, so you, 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 you need to find a babysitter and stuff like that. Yeah. So, so it makes more sense for people our age to go on apps than it does the younger generation because they're going out. They're, you All know, the time. So, But I said to him, like, my problem with it is... When I was younger and on the market, my thing was always like, I didn't want to meet somebody in a bar because I always I said this to you before the podcast is, if you're meeting someone in a bar, they went out to meet someone. It, it's very seldom, you. oh, I, I weren't expecting this to happen tonight, me snogging you in the corner of a bar. Yeah, you know, yeah. So I kind of feel like I could be anyone. I want that. I want that four weddings and a funeral. You want to meet them in a bookshop. I want to meet him in a, that's, the, I mean, that's in the top 10, right? That's a good one. Not in Hill. That's good because they like books, you know. Yeah. In a bar, would you're you, meeting somebody who likes books. Would you judge him on what book they'd picked up? Yes, 100% I would. Yeah. If they picked Twilight up, the conversation's over. Yeah. That said, the literature that you're spending a lot of time reading at nights now, I wouldn't speak to you again. <laughs> I definitely would not speak to you again. But, you know, that literature doesn't represent how interesting you are as a person. But, yeah, that's one. That's where you want to meet them. A library, um, an art house cinema would be good. You know, in an, in, an, in the vegetarian section of the supermarket, that you both put your hand out for some sausage <laughs> and you brush hands and you look at her. No, you. No, you. No. <laughs> oh, you're a vegetarian? Oh, yes, so am I. Yeah, yeah. Well, my wife was a vegetarian, but she died. <laughs> Let me run with the fantasy. <laughs> Get lost. She died in a car crash with the three children, leaving me with the empty house and all the money. I'm, I'm still not over it, but you know what? Get me over it. Me and you having a sausage sandwich. Oh, my God. No. So, I was saying that the me that wouldn't want to meet someone in a bar kind of feels a bit like if you're on a dating app, you're looking, and I could be anybody. Yeah. You know, 
So what if you if you like my picture? If you see like if Tom Selleck's on there, you could have picked him. Yeah, but you see, I but I think the younger ones are not using it for relationships. I think they're using it for the big S. Yeah, and I think that's all they're doing it for. Which of course they are. And I, I mean, the again, safety of it, right? And this is mum head on, but you know, and obviously some of the documentaries that that um, Tinder Swindler. No, yeah, that one. But the what's the one with uh, Stephen Merchant? That that one as well. Yeah. The, oh God. You know, you know, the safety side of things is not great. But the number of murderers that there are on there is must be very minimal. And there's a lot of people using it. And I'm sure there's a lot of. And it used to be that thing of, well, that's all that men want. But obviously, it's what girls want as well. Oh yeah, absolutely. But I the old thought, the old thinking back in the day was, you know, that oh, girls just want a relationship and want to be wooed. Men just want to be in and out. Bob's your uncle. The truth is, there's as many women wanting that as there is men. I mean, look at our yeah. relationship. You're like a cat on hot tin roof compared to me. <laughs> so fitter, aren't I? <laughs> In every sense. <laughs> um, but but so that's fine. Yeah. You know, have your fun, be safe, but have your fun. Don't kill anybody. So I said that to him yesterday. I'm like, because he's talking about, you know, like he's if he gets into a, how's he gonna, you know, can he see himself getting into a relationship? And I'm like, well. If it was me using it, I wouldn't think. I would think that the people are on the apps, probably not for relationships. Yeah. And then he said to me, ah, well, there's different apps, which I didn't realise. Oh, my goodness. So he tells me about Tinder. Yeah. Tinder's the one for Bonk and Biscuits. Is it? So it is that one. That's that's a wham, bam, thank you, ma'am. Right. Quickie. Yeah. That's known. Okay. Then there's another app, which I'd not heard of until he said it, called Hinge, which I initially thought, oh, are they using the Cockney rhyming slang, you know? But then I thought, well, that, they wouldn't knew that, surely. <laughs> um, so Hinge is, if you're on Hinge, you're looking for a relationship. Right. Tinder, one night, or even less. <laughs> um, uh, hinge, relationship. Right. So. Who, I, I had no idea. I mean, he's got his bases covered, he's on them all. <laughs> and then he says to me, he says, I, I do all right on there. And it's so funny because to me, he's still that little kid. He's still that little kid who can't tie his shoelaces, you know. And but see, got- even that, that thing of like, you almost, yeah, it's like, it's like being picked for the PE team. Yeah, being the last one to picked at football, yeah. It, like, oh, I've I've been swiped left, right, I don't know, whatever it is. And I can feel you, well, you sound like you do. I... It's it's probably quite an immature. I mean, he is young, and it's fine because he's he's new to all of this, really. But being popular on one of them things initially must seem like a oh yeah yeah, yeah. Make you feel, yeah. But it's not what you want, is it? Like I don't want eight wives. I just want one, yeah. or or whatever. But then he says, "My problem on these apps. What do you think his problem is? Go on, have a guess, and I'll tell you what he said." He told me what his problem on these apps is. Um, I don't know. Is, is it because he can't make his mind up? I don't know. Well, no. He says, me pr- I do all right on these apps, but my problem is I don't take a very good photograph of myself. He says, I've got no photos. <laughs> now, I'm a bit of a photographer. I take good pictures of you guys, don't I? And I said, well, why don't you just let me take your picture? So, oh, no. so he says, oh, so I'm constantly just scrolling through my phone looking for an half-decent picture of myself. His pictures are all going to be rubbish. Surely you've got to have a picture of there in the first place 
though. You, I wonder what picture he's got. Yeah, I don't want to go on and have a look. That's oh, sure. as a parent, you're just like, no. it's a part of his life, fair play. Have you been on Tinder? I've, ne- I've never seen it. I couldn't tell you. This is hand on heart. What's the thing called on logo, the, 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 logo. the app logo? Yeah. If we did that in a pub quiz and you showed me the Tinder yeah. icon, the other one, Hinge, which I'd never even heard of till yesterday, I wouldn't know what they were. Good. I mean, I don't know what TripAdvisor's looks like. I'm not very good. With, if I've not got the <laughs> app, I don't know what it looks like. Quiz round. Yeah, it's a good quiz round, actually. Um, I'm sure we've done it. But yeah. Um, but it's a weird old world, isn't it? Yeah. You know, the, um, I interviewed Dom Jolly the other day and... He was talking about Twitch. You know, we almost got onto Twitch during lockdown. We were going to do quizzes on there. Yeah. Which is like YouTube live streaming and it's a big gaming platform. And he said, um, because I'd seen that he'd done it during lockdown. And he said, pretty soon on there, he realized it was, it was an old man in a young man's world. You know, like he, he felt uncomfortable. Because he reminds me of me a lot. You know what I mean? Reminds me of us actually. He's still trying to do stuff. He's not settled down into a job and he's a boring old fart. He's constantly trying to reinvent himself and we're a bit like that. Yeah. You know, but sometimes you do it. Like this podcast, we do this podcast. Said this to Leo yesterday. We don't do it for money. We do it because we like doing it and we like creating content. Yeah. You know, and Dom seems a lot like that. But he said like, and I said to him, we bought all the gear. A miserable old man like you. In, In this room that we're in now, I've got hundreds of dinners with the gear that we've never plugged in, believe it or not for live streaming and doing Twitch because we were going to do it. I bought all the stuff and I just thought to myself, I can't even be bothered to start this. Yeah. So we've never actually used any of it, you know, get me money back. Um, but I feel a bit like that with the this dating talk. He's like, I'll never do it. That's That's game over for me. If me and you broke up today, I would never do that. I don't know if I could be bothered to do another bloody relationship, but I definitely wouldn't be on the apps. You reckon? No, I don't. I'm not saying it like. <laughs> I think you could. I think you would. Um, I think you. You know what you do? You go out with your mates and you do it like you'd all chat about it. Oh yeah, and then you do it. No, let's all do it. I as don't a bit have of fun. that kind. Those kind of friends. Come on, Laura. You're beyond the booze. Come on, Laura. F him. He's gone now. F no, him, idiot. F him, B. Let's move on. You know what you should do? Let's get on Tinder for a laugh. And you're all saying it like, yeah, let's do it for a laugh. What you really mean is let's do it for a serious. No. I think you would. I think next time I'm going for somebody rich. You really should have. You told me you were rich. I didn't tell you I was rich. At that point, I was solvent. (laughs) 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 What you didn't tell me is how expensive kids are. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah, that's weird. The old dating app thing, isn't it? Yes. Yeah, no, it is, but... And it's weird, I mean, listen, because we get a lot of people whose kids are slightly younger than us listening to this. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you found the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? 
For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Get ready for this. They're probably already on it, to be fair. Or at least they've looked at it. Yeah, kids get up to all sorts online, don't they? But, like, it's one of the things you're not ready for when your kids go to university. No, well, funny enough, and I want to do this on a separate podcast. I want to try and get Leo in and do one more, like, uni podcast because yeah. I've seen a lot of people talk about that thing because they're going through it for the first time. Yeah. So they're where we were at last year, this time last year. It's been a real eye-opener, but I think, yeah, like you said, we, we need to do an episode. We yeah. tried to do it with him the other day, and he were like... Oh, didn't we talk about it all last time? And we're like, yeah, but You've lots got to, yeah, happened since then. Yeah, we've got to catch then. him at the right point. Yeah, yeah. Speaking of kids, survey came out the other day. Yeah. Now, we've got all three kids at home at the minute. And again, I talked to Leo about this yesterday. I was talking to him about his sister, Honey, who's going to be going to uni next year. Mm. And I said, like, there's a bit of me that hopes that she's down your way, like Bristol area, around that area. And I said, like, can you imagine going to a pub with your sister? Because... Like, Going Aww. to the yeah, but I said to him, like, going to the pub will be weird. Full stop. But now he does it regularly, and it's become a regular thing to him, which is weird for me to imagine. Leo just popping out to the. pub. I think they will. Well, I said, wouldn't it be great? Like, can you imagine just phoning your sister up saying, "Ah, oh, let's go for a pizza," and you're good at pub, and you have a pizza, and you have a couple of pints together, and you just start catching up. That's a weird thing to imagine, isn't it? Your it, kids doing that. Yeah, it is. It is. The great thing about it is it'd be the first time in their life they've done it and I've not paid the bill. Although, in a way, I am paying the bill. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> oh, let me tell you, I've just paid the rent for the next year for him. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Oh, and then... Speaking of F and Bs... Yeah. And I don't mean food and beverage, I mean F and Bs. The bloody landlord at the new place, after signing the contract, has just gone, yeah, it's going to be more now. Yeah, well, yeah. Oh, You know, all the bills have gone up in the UK, so... um Oh, by the way, this is how much extra it is a month. Brilliant. Yeah. Thanks for that. And you know how we said, by the way, we'll pay your rent and we'll pay all your bills. That covers it all. Yeah. If you use this, if you use slightly more electricity, you have to pay more. Yeah, I know. Effing bees. They are tall effing bees. Kids. Yeah. There was a survey come out the other day. Go on. Saying that kids, on average, stress you out six times per day as a parent. Not kids in general. Not kids in the mall. That's more. Your own kids. Your own kids stress you out six times a day. Okay. Now, you're you're at home more than I am. I don't think I get as stressed as some parents do. I mean, we're very lucky we've got good kids, but that doesn't stop them being little... They go at each other sometimes, don't they? A-holes sometimes. <laughs> F-in-Bs. Um, they're all very different as well, but they love to wind each other up. Like... Yesterday, when you were on the visa run, yeah, I was ironing, and BP's really into like creating animation. Like she's great; she loves it. Yeah, videos on 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 her iPad, but then she also obviously wants to show them to you. She showed Honey, and Honey ripped into her about it being sixty minutes long, and yeah, so she was absolutely right. You know, like you're taking all that usage you're taking up on your iPad. But then she wouldn't leave it. She kept on and on and on and on and on at her. So from Betsy wanting to show her yeah, nice piece Honey of doesn't quite understand the uh, kid gloves treatment, does she? She's got no uh, filter. Well, no. So then in the end, Betsy felt 
a bit deflated and a bit embarrassed. So Betsy smacked her on the leg. So oh, here we go. So Betsy, so Honey screams at her. So and I'm like, you two, they've only been gone like ten minutes, yeah. and you're all you're kicking off kind of thing. So I end up having to obviously I have to discipline Betsy because she smacked Bet- Honey on the yeah, leg. It's not on. But then I'm saying to Honey. And Honey's like, yeah, but she can't do that. And I'm like, yes, you, what you said was right. But you say it once and then that's it. I said, but you went on and on and on. And then do you know what Honey said? Okay, you're right. I'll go and apologise to her. Shut up. I was like, what? And I wasn't here for this. I was like, whoa. <laughs> I can't believe. So she actually felt guilty and she went upstairs and she said, Betsy, can I have a cuddle? I'm sorry. This is why we need to get, you know them cameras that everyone's got in their house now? What they're called like Ring or <laughs> We need them so we can edit good bits of yeah. life like that out. I, I think, yeah. So I'm, I, I get stressed at them, but I'm quite good at keeping. Whereas I think you genuinely, quicker. I don't think they stress me out six times a day. I just think so, like, and even because I don't like telling them off. So like this morning, the girls <clears> came downstairs. I don't even know what it was, but within seconds, you know, and I'm poorly a bit. Yeah, so I yeah. am a bit more snappy, and I just went, <coughs> "Come on, girls." Yeah. Because it's like, no, I don't think they do, and I think, but. We've got good kids. But yeah, I can I can imagine. I wonder if there are people who think our kids are assholes. Uh, you know what you think about other people's kids, and no naming names. You know, we come yeah, into contact yeah. with a lot of kids, and it's very easy to be judgy about kids. You can cut them some slack because they're kids, but it's very easy to be judgy. And you see kids in the mall, or well, last night we were watching the dog house. I and feel like people get annoyed at our kids because... Like they get overexposure, good grades and stuff like that. I often get They're that. Good oh, but your but your kids, you know, they get really good grades, don't they? And it's yeah. like it's like I can see the like. Do you know what I feel like saying to them people? That's because we tirelessly work, you know, uh, to provide for them. And what we don't do is we don't bugger off to brunches every Friday, and we, we spend all our in. time. We, we put we put the hours. I said, do you know I said this to Leo yesterday about life. He had a really interesting conversation with me yesterday about when he was working, where he was working before, and he said there was somebody there who was in management, right? Yeah, but obviously not much older. And she was, he says she was a bit like, like you know, in the office when David Brent said, "If you knuckle down in a couple of years, you could be sitting here." You know, in a job that you'd never want in your life, it's a temporary job to save up and said go travel. Leo, yeah, she said it to him, and he's like, he said, "I can't believe people are so committed." To such crappy jobs. And I said, you know, that that's it for some people. That's where they want to be. That's where that's the point wow. they want to reach. Yeah. It's mad. We had this big conversation about that. So yeah, that hatter run was a good uh, good father son conversation. Great, great. But uh but yeah, that's uh I don't know what my point were there. What were we talking about before? Oh the Sorry. stress the stress and um the kids what, thing. Yeah, and the hours we put in. And I think we have we have encouraged our kids. Oh, so that's what, yeah, that was it. It was the thing about how much we've put into it. Like, like I talked to him about money and I said, you know, if, if we'd spent these last, this last decade, not taking you guys to all these cities, to all these countries to give you all these life experiences. Yeah. Like using my mum and dad as an example, we were very short on holidays. We never did foreign holidays or anything like that as a kid. My mum and dad worked their bums off tirelessly and now they've got the dream. Yeah. They've built an house yeah. in Scotland where they want to live. They've got the dream. Yeah. I said, well, what me and your mum have done is we've foregone that dream. Yeah. So oh, no, that no, no. you guys, because what I've wanted to do is create memories. We are going to be in a little caravan when we're old. Yeah. That's... I said to him, I said, one of you three needs to come up trumps. One of you yeah. needs to be successful, whether it's him as a filmmaker, Honey as an actor, 
or Betsy is a heroin-riddled rock star, one of them needs to come yep. up Trump's and buy us a bloody cottage because we've given them everything. But that's why yeah. I think our kids are like they are because we've done everything we can to make their lives. We've put, we've uh, and we've got no money. We're not, yeah. we're not rich at <laughs> when, all. When we talk about being skinned, that's because that's where this money goes. Yeah, you know? and and I, I, I like, you know, when I think about the summers that we've had and you know things I want to do this summer, it's like. When I, I add it up, I think, oh, my God. But then I think, you know what? You live once, don't you? Like, enjoy it. And the other thing is, you know, when I said about people, I said, you know, like, when I was younger and I'd work in crappy jobs, I'd work in bars or clubs and stuff like that, people had come in I went to school with and they'd be bank managers, you know, 22-year-old bank managers and stuff like that. they come in, oh, you're working in here now, are you? And in Miedo, I'm thinking, yeah, but six months ago, I were in Thailand. And seven months ago, I was swimming in Great Barrier yeah. Reef. I'm sa- I'm here to save up for a new guitar for me band. Well, you know, like my granddad wanted to see the world, and he had, you know, before he died, they had so much money in their bank account, and they were doing that thing of, oh, you know, one day, or or it will pass it on. And it's like, no, 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 no. Why don't you use that money and go and do it now? Yeah, I said that to my mom and dad ages ago. I was like. You know, it said something about money, you know, no, we're not going to be able to leave. I said, I don't want anything. Spend it on yourselves. Yeah. No pockets in shrouds. That's the old saying. There's no pockets in shrouds. Is that right? So, yeah, um, that was a bit of a rant, weren't it? I liked it. <laughs> well, talking of holidays, right? I, um, so I've seen some funny messages about people back in the UK at the minute. Because obviously the UK Heat is... wave. Yeah. And it, and it... It's a bit worrying, everything that's going on. Like, joking aside... The UK is a shambles... The airports thing, it's, do you know what it's like? We had COVID, and I'd, for all the bad that COVID caused, the world really settled down. And yeah. we all realised that we didn't need to be on aeroplanes all the time and driving us cars and and family mattered and things like that. It was terrible for some people. And I'm not saying COVID was a good thing at all, but it's almost like post-COVID, everyone thinks it's Christmas and it's just everywhere's gone crazy. The airports have forgot how to do the jobs by the looks of it. Well, they're in, just cancelling flights. Oh, I don't know. I, I mean, I, I saw a friend of ours, him and his kids have been uh, away somewhere. The kids had already checked in. They were checked in 40 minutes after the flight was due to take off. They cancelled the flight. Yeah. So On the runway. They were on the runway when that flight got cancelled. Really? Yeah. And, oh, and, then, and then they got told they were only allowed 15 kg in their luggage yeah and they paid for the 23 the normal whatever it is when stuff like that happens and it's happened to us yeah where if you make a contract with somebody i mean again i liken it to a restaurant if i go into a restaurant and order a large vegetarian pizza and then they just come out and go with a small meat one here's a meaty soup for you yeah oh no that's not what i ordered yeah, but we just decided that that's all yeah. you can have. Yeah, because because our vegetarian chef's not in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because we've not done our job, so you can't have what you've paid for. But this, this thing is... with airports, it's like the it's like the they think they're god. Well, they're going to have to compensate all these people surely because yeah. you you've got to be compensated. So they're lo- they're not they're not making any money. I just it it just it's and this thing that's happened at Heathrow, where Heathrow has said to airlines around the world, "Oh, guys, this summer, can you do us a favor? Can you just cut a load of flights?" Yes. Do you see what Emirates have called? Emirates said Heathrow is causing Armageddon. <laughs> I Armageddon. Yeah, I get Armageddon. It, I get it. Good, good portmanteau though. I yeah, like I it. mean, it's not that's not good for people like us who who are Emirates to 
wherever know, Dubai to yeah. UK or whatever. I just had that thought of I do not want to do a complicated holiday again. I literally want to do short hop flight to somewhere, Sri Lanka, Cyprus is all right, it's only a few hours away. The holidays that I used to hate, I just think, I just want to do an all-inclusive so I can lay on my backside for two not weeks. not actually think about it. The anything. kids can meet some kids to play with. You know, they can do the agadoo in the evening. You can drink yourself stupid and I've got a buffet. <laughs> you know. Perfect. The dream. Sounds, yeah. And but there's going to be a point, Laura, I don't know when it's going to be over the next 12 months when we're in a queue at an airport, you know, and it's you planning. And I look at you and I go, Cyprus. <laughs> You're like that with all your papers and your bloody itinerary. Well, we have to cross this off. We're not going to make it down there for this. I'm not going to see Buckingham Palace. And I just look at you and go, Cyprus. Yeah. <laughs> Like you're, going, you're an effing B. Yeah. Like yeah, no, but so the funny thing I saw was um, all these like mums and parents saying, how did I end up back in the room I grew up in, surrounded oh, by my kids with no AC and an old fan that my mum and dad have found? Yeah. Like, and it cracked me up because I thought... This is us at your folks, isn't it? That is everybody. You go back, you go and sleep in the bedroom, and then, because they don't have AC, so you're, like, sweating, but you've got... There's not just two of you in the bed, there's four of you in the bed, and then there's a mattress on the floor, and you've got suitcases, and it... And I mean, your parents have got a room that's like a TARDIS, because it's, uh, it's, a bo- it's as big as this room that we're in now. It's a box room. Yeah. And in there, we have managed to get all our luggage... You can't walk around bed. <laughs> We've got all our luggage, so five people's suitcases and hand luggage, uh, a double bed for us to sleep in with Betsy Pearl, a, bu- a set of bunk beds for the kids to sleep in. Yeah. And if you took everything out of that room and then piled it up, it would be bigger than that room. So I don't know how it gets in there and we get in there. And like you said, it's windows open, regardless of the weather, windows open. The ceiling, ceiling fan. fan on. Yeah. It's crazy. It's like being in colonial India back it's, in the day. It's so funny, and that people are, and it's just like that is all the expats, and then they're saying, "And my parents have only got one toilet in their house." <laughs> <laughs> have we told this story? Because your dad's got what is it? A cesspit or something? Septic tank. Septic tank. <laughs> we got there last time. Don't have a shower. Septic tank's full. <laughs> Can I not have a shower? Well, apparently sharing baths. Apparently, it's getting done properly. It, 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 are they getting it done? Yeah. So, what proper piping? I, d- I don't know quite what's but crazy. It's something big. I is, don't think it can something change. Something big is happening. Really? Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, great. Uh, now, uh, we. I don't think we've done a podcast since Betsy Pearl's birthday, have we? She's had a tenth birthday. No, this was nice. Yeah, no. We talked about the fridge. The beeping. What's fridge. happened with the fridge? The beeping oh, fridge. Oh God. Do you know it seems to... Has it cured? Well, see, I got a message from an old friend. Can you just set up what happened here? Yeah. We've got a big fridge. It's a big, expensive fridge. And in the night, somehow the freezer manages to open itself and starts beeping like a truck reversing. Doot, 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 in the middle of the night. Yeah, and it won't stop. It won't stop until somebody goes downstairs. And the door's not open, like, as such. So what you do is you go downstairs... You just push the handle. Yeah. So you're closing an already closed freezer. Making sure that there's nothing like falling out of the door thing or... You know, and you're risking killing yourself on stairs every time because you're fast asleep. Yeah. 
And then you go up and it does it again in about 20 minutes. And then you get angry at each other because I went last time or I've got my noise cancelling headphones in. <laughs> so and that's it, what that's the state we did it for in. about two weeks running and it, it did it about two years ago, same sort of thing. And we came up with so many different theories, didn't we? Like because of the heat. And, yeah. But anyway, I, I got a message from an old friend, James, and he said, have you checked the air ventilation at the back? Now I'd read already, obviously, I'd Googled all the things and I'd thought about that. But that, that's no different to how it is now. Yeah. We've not moved the fridge forward or backwards. Nothing's happened. There's no less air getting in. Yeah. It's hotter now than it was when it was doing it a few weeks ago. Yeah. So there is no logic. So it's stopped. So I am a bit happier. I am sleeping. Yeah. Because I was very angry last time. But we still haven't got to the bottom of why. And it's... There's that scene in Faulty Towers where... Remember when John Cleese... Uh, Basil Fawlty beats his car up. He's on his way to go somewhere and his car breaks down and he argues with the car. That's it! I've told you! I have had enough of you! And then he beats it up with a stick off a tree. Yeah. He just has a right... Yeah. And it's one of these classic comedy moment Del Boy falling through the bar. And you watched it as a kid and you're like, that's so stupid, that would never happen. You become an adult. I can't believe the amount of things I now... Inanimate objects I argue with. That is, yeah, it's so funny. Two o'clock in the morning, come down to the freezer, it's beeping. I push the door shut. Don't do it again, you effing bee. You know, yeah. that's what I'm calling this episode, by the way, the effing bees. <laughs> um, you know, and then you walk up, it's like, doing it again. I know, I know. And I watch you sometimes when you, your phone's annoying you. And I think, please do not throw it, don't throw it. Like, I, I yeah. I'm learning something really nice about breaking something when it makes you angry, though. That's you. Even though I've got to go and buy another one exactly the same, taught you a lesson, didn't I? You're going in the bin. Uh, I think the only thing I've uh, abused is bread. And that was when I, th- me, me and you... When you attacked me with bread. <laughs> I threw buttered bread at you. Um, in front of the... We were having an argument, and in front of the kids, I don't know, you were doing their lunches or something like that, and we're arguing in the kitchen. So you had the artillery... <laughs> like when you see somebody with, uh, you used to call them Tommy guns, I don't know. And you know, they have the guy feeding the bullets in as the other guys yeah, going, yeah, yeah. You ha- were doing three kids' sandwiches, so you had about 14 sl- sliced, <laughs> buttered slices of bread. And just mid argument, you started frisbeeing bread at me, and there's bread in the ceiling, there's bread in my face, I've got butter stuck on my there's clothes. There's still grease marks on the ceiling now. Yeah, from where it happened. Yeah, and Betsy's still like, she's. She loves to remind us of that that day. Yeah. Do you remember when Mummy threw bread at you? It, I mean, imagining the divorce. If I if if our divorce went to court, and you like Johnny Depp and Amber Heard, I was going to say, don't I sound like Amber Heard there? Because the Johnny Depp and Amber Heard, the pooing in the bed's a great story. But I think it would have been diffused somewhat with, and then Your Honor, there was the time in the kitchen where every couple argues, Your Honor. But I think attacking me with buttered bread <laughs> is a little bit overstepping the mark. <laughs> I mean, it caught me. It diffused the argument. Yeah, we were laughing. We, were, we laughed. Well, not immediately, because you didn't stop. <laughs> yeah. Uh, right, I think we should do a few recommendations, because it's gone long. I wanted it to be a shorter one, but it's gone long again. Uh, so, some recommendations for you. By the way, it's lovely to be back, in it? Yeah. I've missed it. Yeah, before we go to the recommendations, I really want to quickly say, you know, you told me there's three sets of countries. Good puzzle, this. Go on, do you want to say it? So there are three pairs of countries in the world yeah. where you can change one letter yeah. 
and make the other country. So as an example, but this is not a real one, if Sweden, there was another country called Speeden. Yeah. So you change the W for a P. Yeah. That would be one. Obviously, that's made up because I don't want to give the answers yeah. away. Well, I, I've been gradually thinking about it. Like, right. I've not, it's like, if, you know, if I'm on the toilet, I think, oh, it might come to my head. I've got two of them. Have you? Yeah. I don't think, let's talk about it on the next podcast. So there's three pairs of countries. Yeah. In the world. Yeah. Shall I say the one that I got wrong? Because I got all three and then realised I'd got one wrong. Uh, no, save it. Yeah, but that's one that people yeah, but, can't but use. Let them get it wrong. Well, it's a good, but it's a good example. All right, I won't then. So three pairs of countries where if you change one letter, you get the other country. Yeah. You can. Uh, don't Google it. Don't Google. Don't it. Google it. Work it. Sit. It's a good puzzler, and it takes a while. Yeah. I told Honey this before I told you, and she she got one of them straight away. Yeah, I got one straight away. Yeah. Yeah, and then and then without like I wasn't thinking about it, and one just came to my head. I was like, "Oh, so you've not got all three yet." Well, I've not because I've not consciously like made a point of actually trying to think about it. Because you were a couple of weeks ago. Yeah, so <laughs> no, that's what I mean. So like I was just you know sat on the loo, and one came to me, and I was like, "Oh, I've got another." All right, that's your riddle then. Three sets of countries, at uh, three pairs of countries, where if you change one letter, you get the other country. Yeah, have a think about it. You can get in touch with us on the usual means. Be nice to hear from Don't you. Don't give it away, though. Don't tell anybody. Don't. Yeah, if you're going to message me on Instagram or message Laura on Instagram, do it as a DM. Slide into our DMs. Same on Twitter. Don't put it on the public forum. Yeah, I'll just say, I've got it. Yeah. Yeah, that'll do. Um, recommendations. Go on. Let's start with Phantom of the Open, which is a real-life story about Maurice Flitcroft, a guy who, with no golf experience whatsoever, blagged his way into the British Open, which is on now, currently. It's actually happening right now. Yeah. He blagged his way into the British Open back in the 70s. He was a crane operator and he saw on the television that there was a great prize. So he was just like, I'm going to do it. I loved this film. Mark Rylance plays him. One of our favourites. It's Mark Rylance doing proper northern accent like that. I'm going to I'm going to winter golf to try and win the prize. <laughs> <laughs> He's doing, talking like that. He's got Sally Hawkins is his wife. She's brilliant. Oscar winner, of yeah. course, from The Shape of Water. Um, it's just one of them British films that makes you feel good. Yeah, and then and then, then you want to Google the story afterwards and find out exactly what happened. And it's such a, a bizarre story. Stick around for the credits because there's archive footage on the credits. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It is a great story. Uh, Brian and Charles, which is the story of a man in Wales making his own robot. It's a silly... Very heartwarming. It's David Earl, who you'll know from Afterlife. If you're like me, he's got his podcast, Chatterbix, with uh, Joe Wilkinson. He's a comedian I love. He's got a lot of pathos. I think there's a lot of people that watch it and, and think it's rubbish, and I don't mean that. It's not... I, I think... I think It's a very it's, heartwarming, nice, yeah, sad film. Well, it reminded me of, like, a good uni kind of yeah. made film, but... but it's better than that. Somebody said it. Somebody says uh, that they couldn't stop thinking about Wallace and Gromit because he's an oddball inventor who invents. Oh wow! Well, but, yeah. but but when you when you watch this film, the robot is one of the most. We'd seen the short film years ago that they made, which is this is an extension of. The robot is one of the most bizarre things you'll ever see in your life. The thing uh, is, it's such a bad robot, but you believe him. And by the by halfway through this film, you love him and you love that robot. Yeah. Yeah. Charles Petrescu. So um, Brian and Charles, 
whereas Phantom of the Open, I would give it a solid eight and a half, you know, because it's really good. Eight and a half, nine. Brian and Charles, I give a seven, but it's a heartwarming film, so watch it. Yeah. And then Big Boys. Yes. Which has been a revelation. We have seen it. It's on Channel 4 in the UK. We've seen clips of it. We've seen trailers. And it looked like another in-betweeners. No, or Friday Night Dinner. No disrespect to them shows. They're all right. Well, I quite liked the look of the trailers. I've got to be honest. And, and I wanted to watch it. And then there was a clip of it on Google Gogglebox. Box. Yeah. And I, look, without talking too much about it, there are things we can and things we can't say about it. But what I will say is this. They showed it in Pride Week. Yeah. It's absolutely amazing. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's not Phoenix Nights funny. It's not The Office funny. The funniness in it is actually not the main cell. Yeah. No, but it is one of those literally laugh and cry. Yeah. It made us cry. It made us both cry. But then, then like you're doing that thing as you're in the middle of crying, you're going <laughs> like laughing through yeah. it because something funny happens t- two seconds later. And it's like, and you, I tell you what other series did that to me. Derek. Derek was one of those series yep. where you literally in within seconds you were laughing and crying. Mm. And that's what this did to me. Great show. Well worth it. Six episodes, you'll and get through them. They're about 23 minutes long each. Some brilliant acting in there. Yeah. And again, it's not like... I just It's just done really well. What they do in that programme, they do really well. Couldn't recommend it highly enough. Yeah. Your life will be better for watching it. And again, I'm not, not giving it away, but perhaps not the main storyline is, is maybe... Well, not. the secondary storyline becomes the main storyline, yeah. and that's what is done... The best. Sober, yeah. perfectly. Yeah. Look, let's leave it there because we've got stuff to do. So that's episode 106. Um, there's going to be some links in the description of this podcast for one thing and another. And you can get in touch, try and work out that riddle. Rewind it if you forgot it. I can't be able to say it again. Mm-hmm. I'm just doing poorly voice at oh, the yeah, end. Oh, yeah, I can hear you. Back to being poorly now. Back to being... I've used all my adrenaline on the podcast and now I'm going to need some wife lovings. Oh. The fry up medicine. Tomato soup. Tommy soup later. I don't like tomato soup. Um, it does stay in a bowl, tomato soup. <laughs> I've got time to get into that now, but if you don't get it off a bowl quick, that residue is very difficult to get off. Hey, that's there's a lot of food that does that. That's good. That's a good. Uh, Write it down for the next one. All right. Thanks for listening, guys. And uh, do get in touch if there's anything you want to talk about or there's anything you think or any recommendations. We're getting into summer. Yeah, tell us where you are. Like, Where are you listening from? Have you had any travel chaos? Yes. Here's a, I've put this on. I can give you a live update on this because on my radio job, I do the Insta jury every day, which is the vote, right? Mm. Today I'm saying, with all the luggage drama that's happening in airports around the world, could you travel with just hand luggage? Because what? that's one of them trips. If you're a business traveller, yeah. businessmen and women always seem to travel with just hand luggage. Yeah. And it's one of them things that makes you, they seem to be the cool people because they've got that, they go through the airport really quick. Well, do you remember our friends, John and Anita, that we met in yeah. in Cyprus? They only travel with hand luggage, but John doesn't travels it, a lot with his job. Doesn't it make you seem a little bit like you're, you're a better traveller than Yeah. Well, she said, she's, Anita said, John makes us do it. Fair play. So I've put it on the Insta jury today. He says, reaching for his uh, spectacles. Uh, with all the tra- travel and luggage chaos this year, could you travel this summer with hand luggage only? Mm-hmm. I can tell you, at the moment, as the vote stands, 70% of people say no, they couldn't. Yeah. 30% say yes, I was gonna, they could I was going to say, if there's people, there's people out there that, no. 
I mean, I know people that have sent their luggage back. They've paid a couple of hundred quid to have someone collect their luggage and deliver it to the place they're going to be staying at because they're that worried, which I can totally understand, that their luggage is not going to make it otherwise. Yeah. And they don't want to have to wait around in the airport for hours and hours and hours for lost luggage. And we've had we've had a friend who lost his luggage a couple of months back. Do you think we could do it if we had to travel with just hand luggage, five of us? I don't want to be sexist, but I feel like you guys, take, girls, take a lot more than the boys do. Um, I don't know. Because you don't get a lot of weight either. It's not just the hand luggage. I think the hand luggage itself, I could pack it all in. But you only, like, I think Emirates hand luggage weight is only like 7kg, which is not a lot. Um, we should, well, let's get on YouTube and watch Travelling with Just Hand Luggage Tips. Because I bet it's all stuff like, wear a jumper and a hoodie. So you've got two, two tops. Yeah. You know, wear two pairs of trousers. A pair of shorts off at top, so you look like a court jester. <laughs> yeah, well, I could stick my underwear with the laptop or whatever, can I? And say so what? It's a cover. Well, no. Oh, it's my lingerie case. Well, yeah, mind you, that counts as part of your hand luggage weight, doesn't it? I don't know. I don't know how it works. And knickers. First of all, knickers you can't scrimp on. And I've thought this about boxer shorts. If I was travelling, that one thing you can't scrimp on. You've got to take enough to get you through a week, so then yeah. then do a wash. You can't scrimp on that. Well, somebody, again, somebody told me, again, with all this talk of the people's luggage going missing, they always put bra and knickers in their hand luggage for that very reason it, that they... You know, I do that. Not me own. I, I tend to go through other people's bags on the carousel. Take, <laughs> take a few bras and knickers. I'm a pervert. Right, um, that's episode 106. He's, as I said 10 minutes ago. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we'll see you next time, everybody. Bye. The end. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health-monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.